yeah, so let's start. Are you okay? Are you going to drop all your stuff again? Technical Maybe. difficulties. Right before this, I tripped over my microphone cord and took my laptop and everything down with it while Maddie was on the camera with me, singing and a song from South Park. Yeah, and then she disappeared from the call, and I just started laughing, and I couldn't stop laughing. It was so funny. I just went down. I was like... <laughs> um, and anyways, I just almost knocked over all my stuff again, so... <laughs> Welcome to the Woody Banter Book Club Podcast. I am Maddie, here with... Courtney, hello. And today we will be reviewing Practice Makes Perfect by Sarah Adams, who also wrote When in Rome, which we reviewed earlier this year, and we liked it. Yes. So Practice Makes Perfect follows the younger sister of the main character, uh, or the main main male love interest of When in Rome, Annie. And Annie is this little goody-two-shoes girl. She wants to get married, have a family, live in Rome for the rest of her life, and never really do anything spontaneous. Or so she thinks. So she, if you if you have read When in Rome, you know that Amelia is like a famous person. So she's a celebrity. She needs some guard, guarding, uh, for a protector, if you will. And so her bodyguard, or as he likes to be referred to, as an a what? I don't even remember. EPA. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember what it stands for. Um, but he is a little bit of a bad boy, and he is coming back to protect Amelia before her wedding to Noah, and has decided that you know he is just going to come back for the time being and then he's gonna get out of dodge because he has seen noah's little sister annie and is like she's pretty cute but i do not want to be around her because she's so cute like i just can't because he's got trauma he has family issues he does not really want to be fallen in love he doesn't really trust people um his emotions are especially heightened when he finds out that his brother being the traitor that he is has recently gotten engaged to a woman that he's only known for three months and he's like You've only known her for three months. Why are you getting engaged? This is so wrong. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, we had a horrible yeah. childhood. You're supposed to be jaded like me. Yeah. And his brother's like, well, sometimes you just fall in love. And he's like, I'm never falling in love. Anyway, so he's in Rome, and he's hanging out in Rome doing his thing. Uh, Rome, Kentucky, by the way, not Rome, Italy. Uh, <laughs> very different scenes. Um, deep South versus beautiful architecture. Yeah. Uh, and he... St- talking with um, or and um basically what happens annie is on this date and she's having a horrible date it's a bad date and the guy is like on the phone with somebody's like she's so boring and i just don't like her and she's like oh, i can't believe i just heard him say that so i'm gonna just go end this date now and when she goes to end the end the date guess who appears out of nowhere will the bodyguard and he's like um you should probably pay for her stuff if you're just gonna leave and the guy that she's on date with is like yeah you're right but then he pays for her stuff and leaves and will and annie start talking and they be doing a lot of talking together they do and they have insane chemistry from the get-go they do okay nobody okay annie annie's hot for him annie's like he is so freaking hot like really really hot 
And Will is like, she's really cute, adorable. I just want to, like, pinch her cheeks and be like, oh, you're so cute. Well, the only person who knows that Annie went on a date, besides Will now, is Amelia. So she goes home and tells Amelia that it was a bad date and that, you know, it just wasn't really great. And she really, like, needs, like, a dating coach, like, somebody who can help her out. Because they are watching the movie by Audrey Hepburn, Funny Girl, or starring Audrey Hepburn. And she's like, okay, yeah. So she, the next morning, Annie wakes up, Amelia's like, here's this note, or no, Annie's at work, Amelia wakes up the next morning, gives a note to Will, and is like, here's this little note, I need you to bring it to Annie, and don't say no. And he's like, uh, okay. So he brings the note to Annie, and it's like, um, I think that Will should be your dating coach, because he is a man whore, and I think that he would teach you a lot of stuff. Also, he's, like, really cute, and, like, you guys clearly have something going on. Wink, 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 wink. And she's like, Annie is like for it. She's like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Like, if you want to do it, like we can, we can do it. So, and if you're not going to do it, then I'll just find somebody else to do it. And Will is just already enamored with her and is like, I'll do it fine. And that is how we start with Practice Makes Perfect. The title being Practicing Dating Makes for a Perfect Dating Situation. So, um, we are going to start out, of course, with our spoiler-free portion. So if this is your first time listening, we do have a spoiler-free portion where we will talk about, um, just like general aspects of the book without getting too into it. And then towards the middle of the episode, we'll switch over and we will start talking about some of the spoilers. Um, I will say that we did win in Rome and that episode is probably our shortest episode to date. This episode will probably be around the same length as that one because it's, this book is only 329 pages. It's pretty short, um, pretty straightforward, not a whole lot like of negative stuff going on in here. Um, so I don't really have a lot to like critique it about at all. Um, it's one of those days. Anyways. That's okay. All right. Were we, did we get to the recommendations? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. yeah. Okay. So let's move on to the recommendations. So we're going to start with the, um, we're going to start with whether we'd recommend it to a fellow reader and then whether or not we'd recommend it to our younger sisters. Uh, that being kind of like a, uh, proxy to like how smutty is the book. Yeah. So for the first one, would you recommend this book to a fellow reader? Uh, yes. I thought it was cute. It was brief. Um, I didn't think, like, there's a little bit of fluff, but the story kept moving pretty quickly, and I liked the characters because they had already been set up in the last book as, like, lovable. I think it also did really well what I wish a few other books I've read with, like, similar tropes would have done, right? So, like, um, this isn't, I, it's pretty upfront, like, in the story, so I don't think it's a huge giveaway, but she's, like, she's a virgin, um and that was like something the culture around it in secretly yours was something that we didn't like but i think it was done better in this book um like it wasn't it was mentioned because that's why like she's not super great with dating it's just because she hasn't really pursued that she's been working on her flower shop but like it wasn't as cringy to me as it was in secretly yours and then i read um this book which has almost the exact same premise as this one, but it's longer and it's cringier and it's the the dating coach trope. Um, so I liked this book because those were books that could have been good, secretly yours in this one that I didn't quite like. 
but it was the tropes were executed a lot better in this one so i would recommend it and even if it's not like your favorite book it's just kind of like a fun short romance so it's a good like breather like if you're reading through a big fantasy series or something or if you just want a book that you can read in a couple of days if you're like working whatever i think this is a good one yeah i think um i really liked i really liked the way that this book approached virginity because it was like in secretly yours it was like this thing to be marveled at and be like oh my gosh like isn't it so crazy that she's still a virgin like i'm gonna take her virginity and she's gonna be so unexperienced mentioned like briefly and then like when they do end up getting it on it's fade to black like we'll we'll talk talk on touch on that on the smut element but just like when in rome it's fade to black Mm -hmm. which i love because then it's not he's not like oh i love her like (laughs) it doesn't get gross and like it's just mentioned kind of in passing because she feels generally like unexperienced with dating and stuff. She's worried about going on dates and then having it lead to that, having like never done that. Mm-hmm. It's not like he covets her more because of it. Like he's obsessed with her before that um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't add to her value. So I liked that. But yeah, I would recommend this book. It was good. Yeah. Um, I also recommend it to somebody. I'd actually recommend this whole series. I just like, I like these books. They're just so like... Hallmark happy they're so hallmarky and like it's it's like taking hallmark but making them a little more human yeah a little <laughs> less like cringy i guess too yeah a little less bad acting um and it's i like them i think that they're funny i think that they're like exciting and like new and they're pretty they're different than a lot of yeah, they're like short books, so they're they're a lot different than like a lot of the other um, romance books that we read because a lot of them are very like I don't know adult and like mature, where these ones are just like very fun and like silly and kind of self aware of how silly and like cute they are. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I really liked it, and I really like they're they're just fun. They're fun mm-hmm. little like anytime reads palette cleansers whatever so mm-hmm. um okay so then moving on to would you recommend this book to your younger sisters yes yes i would much like when in rome all of the smut scenes are like fade to black and I, it's way towards like the latter end of the book mm-hmm. they don't really get like filthy gross like i don't it's cutesy and fun like mm-hmm. yeah yeah my sisters would like it and it's appropriate yeah i also think that i would recommend it to my younger sisters don't know if either of them would read it but i would recommend it to them so moving on we're gonna move on into our four pillars so there are four pillars that we base all of our books off of and then we give it an overall rating at the end these are all out of five because ten is too many So, the first category is the witty banter of this book. So, Courtney, what would you rate the witty banter on this book? Um, I loved the dynamic between the main character and the love interest in this book. Generally, Annie's, like, very shy. She's very, like, loving and non-offensive to her sisters, which are kind of, like, very opinionated and in her face, and they view her as, like, this little angelic being, right? But then, like, um, he just brings out like the extrovert in her um and like they have fun little quips back and forth 
especially with the whole like dating coach thing they have like a time in time out dynamic when it's like oh we're practicing and then it's like oh this is like for realsies um but I thought they were cute and I liked their dynamic there wasn't like a lot of tension I suppose like in a, in a bad way like there's not a ton of conflict aside from like his personal struggle with commitment generally um so there wasn't like a lot of like they're not disagreeing but their their conversations are still fun they're witty so I I don't know if it's a five but I want to give it a four because I thought it was pretty good but it's I don't know if it's necessarily like the epitome but their dialogue was fun it felt entertaining um you could definitely see the tension there like the not conflict tension but just like between the two of them trying to draw together so I think it's a four yeah, I would also give it a four because they have, like, some good quips with each other, but they, like, both just really like each other, and it's very obvious, like, that they like each other, and their their own battles are, like, with themselves and not with the audience, so, like, it's hard because it's, like, when two people just like each other, they're not really witty because they don't really have to be. Yeah. Um... So I'm actually going to give it a three. I think I said four a second ago, but I'm going to give it a three just because it's like not really present, but they do have some good quips. So moving Very on. Quippy. Yeah. Let's talk about their character development. Cause I feel like this plays into what I was just talking about. Um, how would you rate their character development in this book? Well, I think, okay. I thought the character development was pretty good. Right. So like we, we start with Annie, and she, she changes by the end of the book, but it's not in, like, a contradictory sense, right? It's more of, like, a... So she's lived in Rome with her family the whole time. She's always had this certain demeanor. Everyone's always treated her as sweet little angel Annie, innocent angel Annie. Everyone wants to protect her. And it's because they love her, but it's kind of infuriating to her, right? Because she's like, I'm a person, I want to make mistakes. I don't want everyone to be, like, thinking I'm so innocent and stuff all the time. Not that she's, like bad but like so she starts off with that like good girl complex and then throughout the book she starts to realize like a lot of the things she's done for herself she's just done because of like her family's grief her parents passed away we learned that in the last book um when she was really young and so like her siblings have this grief that she just doesn't really understand but she also wants to be there and like not add to the burden so that's where like her whole good girl complex comes from and she also opens a flower shop because that's what her mom wanted to do. So she, like, follows through on her mom's dreams. And then as the book goes on, as she starts to get closer with um, Will, she starts to realize that, like, maybe this isn't what I wanted necessarily. And she's, like, and throughout the book, too, she's, like, I want to live here forever and have kids and a husband and stuff. She starts to come to realize that these are just things that have kind of been, like, projected on her. Um, and so she does some time to take self-stock internal stock and determine like what it is that she actually wants she wants to be able to travel and like experience things she doesn't want to be closed off um and he like really brings that out in her but it's something it's not like he's entirely changing her it's more just like he's showing her the potential possibilities so I really like that dynamic and she also becomes a lot more she's very shy generally 
and especially in the dating setting because she hasn't done it a lot she feels a little uncomfortable but she feels just like so comfortable with him because of the rapport that they have and the dynamic that they have and so I really like seeing her come out of her shell too um and she's still kind of like the same girl she's always been right but like just small steps to being more of what she wants to be not like what everyone else wants her to be so I really liked that character development and it was very like subtle I think it wasn't like this mm -hmm. huge thing that she had to get over necessarily and then Will's character development is like he's very closed off from relationships because he had a very toxic family dynamic and he just didn't ever think he saw that for himself so the book is kind of him struggling with like this is something that I feel like I want with her but it's something I've been categorically opposed to my entire life so how do I reconcile this ideology that I've had for almost my entire life with like this desire that I'm having now how do I know that it's gonna work out even though we have different values and stuff and the chemistry is really real um and so like what I like too is at the end they kind of come to like a happy middle ground it's not like like he is kind of opposed to the idea of marriage in the beginning and she's like I want a husband and then they come to this happy middle ground where like they just want to be together and like experience things together and the marriage and the husband and wife title isn't as like integral to them so I thought it was really good and I thought it was cute um and I thought like these were his change is a little bit bigger but her change is like minute but the way it was done it wasn't like they were changing themselves for each other it's more like they're just bringing out good parts of each other and then each of them individually is working through their struggles so they can come mm -hmm. together um that being said, generally, I really like some, like, crazy drama sometimes in books. So I think it's, like, a four for me, all that being said. So I agree with you, except for I think that at the end with the character development, Will ended up giving up more than Annie and changing a lot. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I feel like I give it a four also, but for that slightly different reason. Um because I just felt like he kind of gave up a lot and she gave up gave up other things but not anything that like really directly impacted him where everything that he gave up impacted her but do you, I do you get what I'm saying like I, hers was more of like a coming out of her shell and his was yeah. more of like like letting her peek behind the curtain yeah. of the damaged person that he is like those are yeah. very different internal struggles so I think like yeah there's going to be a disproportionate character development on that level but I don't mm -hmm. feel like she like she was asking more of him than like no. he was of her or anything like that I think there was just different issues that they were working through individually that just right. happened to like affect each I other I think we'll talk about it in the spoilers because I don't want to talk about what ends up happening between the two of them but like um just like there's something that he ends up saying he's gonna pursue that he never once mentioned prior to that so yeah. like it was very just like I don't understand like you like he has something that he wants to do but he chooses not to do that or the other thing that he wants to do and chooses to do something he's never mentioned pursuing once so yeah that was a little bit out of character but yeah so i don't know generally pretty good though yeah um what about so in lieu of so when i i rewatched our episode for when in rome instead of doing smut we did general romance and chemistry for non-smutty romance books so I think we should bring that in here instead of smut okay 
I think, like, well, obviously with their whole, like, he's the dating coach. He's taking her on, like, fake dates and stuff, like, practice dates. Um, but he's being ever the the gentleman as he does. And, like, I I really like that they're very communicative. Like, the issue is not miscommunication, as it often is in romance books. It's just that, like, he's been in this mindset for so long and she wants, she thinks she wants something really specific and there's just not like, there's no commingling that with where they're at, but they're very upfront with that from like the beginning as opposed to like miscommunications happening. And even throughout the book as like things change, I feel like they communicate really well. Like he tells her that he actually has feelings for her. He doesn't like at, at, at the point in, in a romance book where normally the, the main character would like start pushing the other person away or like because they have feelings and they don't want to or do something crazy like he just tells her up front and then they kind of like start uh, avoiding each other but they even text she's like are you avoiding me and he's like yeah are you avoiding me and she's like yeah <laughs> I, I like I really liked that for some reason I don't know why um and then like I really I like I liked their romance he's there for her when he when she needs it um and he's not like embarrassed to like be seen around her or anything like that even though they're like fake dating even when things kind of move past the or not fake dating but the dating coach even when things kind of move past that and there's other people around he's never like trying to hide her or anything um which I think is another area where like books that have similar tropes kind of go downhill for me and like I don't know. I I I think maybe a four, maybe a three. Uh, I think a four. Like I really liked their dynamic, even though it's very clear that half the time they were like, "This is practice." Um, that they were both like actually enjoying it, but they were like on the same page about that. Right. And there wasn't a ton of insecurities about that, like whether or not they were like on the same page of having a good time and like having chemistry. Right. I so. think that they had really great chemistry I really liked it I'm gonna give it a five I, okay. I just like I just like the way that they are together and I just thought they were cute from the start so I'm gonna give it a five um for the last category it is realism so what do you think about the realism in this book um I don't know so it's it's based in like a small town which like they <laughs> I don't think this is a super big giveaway, but they have, like, town meetings and stuff over, like, small stuff, like, personal issues, right? So, like, they find out that they're, like, potentially dating some of the older people in town, and they have town meetings and stuff. I think that's, like, I don't know. I've never lived in a super small town, but I think that's probably, like, the rumor mill seems to be kind of like that. But everybody cares about each other. There, There's one big element here that kind of throws realism out of the, the loop, which is that in this small town... Um, you know, her soon-to-be sister-in-law from the previous book is a superstar. Um, so that adds in an element. But, like, they also talk about, like, detailing her security throughout the book. He's he's the bodyguard. So, it, like, it makes sense that he's there, especially leading up to, like, their wedding, which is happening in the book, the people from the last book. It's leading up to their wedding. So there's, like, some crazies and stuff like that. And it's, he's been her bodyguard for, like, a long time. So he gets called into town. That all, like, adds up to me. The whole dating coach scenario is a little unrealistic. That's um, what I was going to say. Because, like, 
don't know. Like that, it just doesn't happen in real life. Could you imagine? No. How did you meet your partner? Who's my dating coach? Oh, all right. Just like innately, like it's not cringy in the book, but like if you need someone to like coach you on how to interact with people, like I get being nervous and stuff, but like even going going out in a group setting or like. Just having your friends talk to you about dates that they've gone on and stuff like that. I, I don't know. It's somewhat unrealistic, but the way it played into the plot, like, it was fun. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, like a a four, mm. maybe? I, like, the the fact that she's a, mu- or a, a music star, that kind of throws something in the loop. So does the scenario. But, like, the timeline was pretty realistic. I, there, I don't know. I don't know. It's only, I just want to give it a four. for like 30 days. I want to give it a four. So okay, give it, give it a four. Jeez. Um, I'd say I would give it a three just because I find it pretty unrealistic. Like, there are elements that are realistic. Small town, very like Stars Hollow-esque um, from Gilmore Girls. But, like, the situation with the dating coach, not real. If you were somebody who has your partner as a dating coach, I'd love to talk to you because I'd love to know the logistics of that. Um. <laughs> Second of all, um, I just like the celebrity aspect and like her. I still don't believe that Amelia would settle down in Rome, Kentucky after being Taylor Swift level famous. So like, yeah, that's fair. I think I just like this book. I'm normally like really harsh with that category. Yeah, I'm fully admitting that my judgment may be clouded, but I don't want to give it a lower score. Okay, okay, that's fine. So, um, okay, so then what it. would you what would you give the book overall then? Like on an overall rating? A four. A four, I a think. Four. It's not five. It's not like life-changing romance story or like the epitome of all the tropes that are in this book, but it was mm-hmm. fun. It was good. I'll probably forget about it in a couple of years and want to read it again. Um I you loved the, the exa- character. You said the exact <laughs> same thing for When in Rome. Like the exact same. <laughs> Okay, well, at least there's consistency, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I really liked this book, and I think it's I think it's deserving of a four. I just like this author. I love I love the Hallmarky vibes. I love the feel good romances. Yeah. I like how short it is. Like, it was good. Yeah, I also gave it a four. I I just love I love the Hallmarky vibe of it. It's so fun. It's funny. I like the characters. Like at no point in time am I just sitting there like, man, this character is really toxic. Like I just I don't like that in the stories. Like I just I'm not a fan of the toxic relationship here. Um, but like really, there's like nothing to criticize either of them about. <laughs> like they're both just yeah. very. Uh, into each other and like respectful of one another and it's cute and it's wholesome and it's fun yes so i give it and a four I, also he's also like so they're supposed to be as you can see from this cute little cover like she's very like she dresses like a flower shop owner overalls mm-hmm. t-shirts all the time very cute and he's he he's typical what you would imagine for like a bodyguard like tattooed tall dark handsome mm-hmm. but like he's not like brooding and closed off and stuff like he's very open he's very fun which mm-hmm. i like because i feel like so, so often, refreshing care, to like, see a tattooed dark-haired black guy wearing like all black yeah being the kind of guy who's just like a fun outgoing person mm-hmm. i love yeah. that 
he and like it i i feel like a lot of times authors will just go with like the visual demeanor and they'll just ingrain that into the attitude but like yeah he was he was very fun he was still like you know tall hands tall dark and handsome but like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just really liked that. It was a it was a nice change from some of the books where like the men look exactly like this, but then they are like meatheads. Yeah. With no emotional depth whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I will say though that for the girl, I could not stop picturing my own sister because like she just is described and she look like in her my head she just looks so much like Gwen that like yeah. I'm just like the story's about Gwen. I I hope Gwen finds somebody like this. That's what I want for her. So. Yeah. I can see that. Little teeners. Yeah. Ugh, going to college in a month. She's so old. She is. Ugh. Yep. Her birthday's in nine days. Actually, when you guys see this, her birthday will be in two days. So... <laughs> Wish her a happy birthday. Right? Wish her a happy birthday in the comments. All right. Well, we are going to move on to the spoiler portion of this book. So if you have not read this book, I highly recommend that you just come back to this after you read it because it's a fun read. It's so fun and exciting and just so hallmarky. So if you're into that yeah. type, type of thing, definitely go read it and come back. If you don't want to read it or you don't care, um, you can keep watching. We're going to talk about some of the spoilers. Or, of course, if you have read the book, you're allowed yeah. to stay also. <laughs> So let's move on to the section where we're going to talk about the spoilers. Um, all right. Do you have any spoilers that you want to talk about? Um, <laughs> if not, we can jump right to the ending and I can talk about why I don't like the ending. I don't... I don't think so. I don't know. I like. I love their... Dynam- I, I thought it was so funny when, like, all the townspeople got together and they're like, we're going to create a petition that these two shouldn't yeah. date. Um, it just made me laugh and, like, the fact that she would, like, hide from him in grocery stores and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I love all the side characters. Yeah. In this they remind too. They remind me a lot of, like, Gilmore Girls. Like, just, okay. like, being so involved in everybody's lives and everything. So, it, yeah, I, I thought it was really funny and Harriet's such a little... A little bitch just manipulating everything trying to like make everybody seem way worse than they are yeah come Harriet on Harriet um, um I don't I, know I wish there was like a little bit more build up to the wedding too I felt like that was just like a low-key thing happening yeah. in the background but yeah. um I also think that the wedding itself was kind of a little small like in things we never got over it was like or not Things we never, things we had from the light. It was a huge point of that book was mm-hmm. the, the fact that they're, Naomi and Knox were getting married. Um, I feel like this is just this is like almost. I feel like this is very similar to those books in a lot of ways. It's just more like lighthearted and shorter. Mm-hmm. Yes, I. Agree. The men aren't as broody. I was gonna say that I think that Sarah Adams up to this point might be my favorite romance author, and then Lucy scores like really close behind. Mm-hmm. Because I like while I these books I like them better than these books. I love like I love these books for a totally different reason than I like these books. Mm. And so it makes me think that I like Sarah Adams more than Lucy Score, but I like them both a lot. I think like they're just it's like 
it's like they're very similar there's just certain elements that are like turned up on one author's and turned down on the other and then mm-hmm. like, i don't know those books are way smuttier like i think that has something to do with it but yeah i just i the thing with lucy score books too is they're so freaking long and i loved yeah. the size of this like it was just the perfect easily consumable piece of media the uh the next book Literature. will be about madison and james which once again i said in the last part of the first book it's gonna be super meta for me reading yeah. <laughs> um so that'll be exciting i don't know when that one comes out but we are reading another sarah adams book this year we're reading the cheat sheet in september around mm-hmm. the football season so yeah and if it's if it holds up anything like this then it'll be it'll be pretty good um yeah but yeah, I mean, there's um, not, like, a ton of spoilers that I, like, they, moral of the story is they go on a bunch of these practice dates that turn into, like, kind of actual dates. And, okay, actually, one part that I thought was really funny was the baseball game. So she decides to go on a date with, like, someone else. And there's not really, like, a ton of chemistry there, but her soon-to-be sister-in-law and will show up and... She's wearing a fake mustache and they have, like, really terrible disguises. This was a part that I loved about so much. Like, I loved about that so much. So, he gets jealous, obviously, whatever. But it's not, like, super toxic or anything. And uh, sister-in-law will leave. And her date is just kind of like, I'm not, like, feeling this. Are you feeling this? And she's like, no. And he's like, so those are, like, your friends, right? And she was like, yes. And he was like, okay, so he was jealous, right? And she was like, yes. And I just love, like... The clear lines of communication in this book, mm-hmm. even in that moment, it was, like, comedic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a then- theory. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I, I think that, so Maddie and James are the next one. I think that this guy and Emily will be the last book. Okay. I can like, see I that. I can see that being the case because, it, like, it, why introduce him like this? And then be, like, friends? Friends? Yeah. I But, like, I just love the whole way that they handled that situation and then she's like yeah i'm just gonna sit and watch the baseball game anyways and he's like cool mm-hmm. um but yeah it was it was a classic funny moment but it wasn't like they were super upfront with each other i thought that was really cool i don't know this book is like very all the adults in this book are very mature about stuff which mm-hmm. a lot of times when i'm reading romance novels and sometimes this really contributes to the plot and i like it but like there's miscommunication or there's tension and stuff where people are just being like immature for dumb reasons. She's not here at all, and the plot is so much better for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think so. Okay, I want to talk about like the ending and like why I think that it is the way that it is. So the end of the book, right? Like the last fifty pages or so, we will talks about how he was going to go to MIT and he was going to become an engineer. And then he joined the Air Force because he wanted to get out of his house, like, really bad. And he, at the end of the book, he decides that he's going to go back to school. He's going to stay in Rome. He quit his job. He's going to stay in Rome. He bought a house. He's going to pursue Annie. And he is going to get a degree and then become a teacher. When he could still get a degree in engineering and still become an engineer. I mean, tons of engineering jobs are, like, remote. So, like, he could totally, like, be a remote worker. 
Yeah, there definitely should have been more buildup to like him wanting to be a teacher in the book. Yeah, that was just kind of random. But it was just it's just kind of like, uh, I need a job that I can stay in this town to be with Annie, and I'm just gonna choose teaching because I can get a job because her sisters are teachers. Yeah, that's fair. Then we also we also find out that um, Maddie is going to culinary school, and that's when we find out that James likes her because he's like, she's going to culinary school. Sad. I'm so excited for that book because I am a culinarist. Culinarist. Cool. I'm a I'm a I'm a cooker. <laughs> cook. I don't know. I'm a chef. Let I'm a cook, chef. Cook. Yeah, go follow my account. It's cooking with Maddie official. Um I'm the official cooking show of the South Park Discord. So <laughs> Um, Go ahead and give that a follow. <laughs> I guess but, like, the, the only grand miscommunication that happens is towards the end. She's like, oh my gosh, she's leaving. And he checked out and he didn't come to the wedding. He texted her. The text didn't go through. It was like, I can't go to the wedding, but I'll see you later tonight. And then she finds out he's not going to the wedding. And also he checked out of the inn. And so he's leaving and she's like heartbroken the whole wedding, which sucks. And then he shows up at the end. She goes to open her car door and he pushes it shut behind her. I was like, oh. Um, and he's like, he's like, I'm gonna blindfold you. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, and also I'm what? a pirate. What's yeah, because part of the she's a romance reader, like us girlies. And uh she's super into pirates. And then at the towards the end of the book, she like comes out to her sisters as a romance reader, and then they all pull out like their secret romance stashes, which I thought was actually really cute. Um anyways. He, he like puts in an earring and he's like just for you um i'll be your i'll be your pirate man and uh then he reveals that he's bought a truck and a house one day and she's going through this emotional roller coaster of thinking he left he's and that's like it's like truck. it was it wasn't a miscommunication in the sense that like they like she said something that he, I'd, I'd like it was because the text didn't go through i guess but it wasn't like because they were trying to hurt each other being like dumb and not getting over mm -hmm. whatever they needed to get over at the end but that was just such like a huge like i quit my job and also i bought all this stuff and we're gonna get married and she's like we're not gonna get married you don't want to do that like we've known each other for like a couple months and he's like exactly. cool 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 and so then they decide to have the happy medium whatever they're gonna date and travel and figure it out later what they want to do but they mm -hmm. want to be together long term Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, she gets a tattoo. She gets a book tattoo. Because she's, like... She's, like, talking about getting a tattoo on her wrist of, like, a, a flower. And I'm like, oh, God. Please don't fucking do that. Please do not get that tattoo. It's gonna look so bad. Please don't do it. Yeah, and then she did like it. And I was book, like, okay, good. Book, like, right here, I think. It's like, dang. I thought okay. it was on the back of her shoulder. Maybe, if, yeah. Perhaps. But it was cutesy. Cutesy. It could have mm -hmm. been cringy, mm -hmm. but it wasn't. Yeah, she could have mm -hmm. gotten like a a book quote that's like an anchor. I refuse to sink. Yeah. <laughs> yep, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
shade. Nope. <laughs> uh, we're actually, don't worry, guys. We're just shading um, what's-his-face from this book. <laughs> freaking anchor tattoo. He's so tatted. Oh, my gosh. Look at this one single anchor tattoo he's got on there. Ugh. Yeah, but... All right, well, that's all I have to say about this book. I really liked it. I mean, there's really not a whole lot to talk about because it was just, I had so fun, like, I had fun reading it. It was just really enjoyable, so. Yeah, I think we pointed out, like, most of the funny parts. It's just, you know, there's not a lot of stuff for us to disagree on here. It's a very easy-to-consume book, very likable, so mm-hmm. there's, but there's also not like a huge crazy plot with a bunch of crazy twists. So there's not a lot to talk about and delve mm-hmm. into there either. Um, but it's good. You should read it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, next week we are reading My Killer Vacation, which Courtney has been dying for me to read. We may or may not have a guest next week. We will see how it plays out. I am also going to say that I read that last year and I'm really scared because I think it's I think it's still good retrospectively. You know how we were ta- we've been talking about like when you first get back into reading and you're like, oh, this is good. And then you've read like 200 books and later you're like, oh, that wasn't very good. I think it's still good. I think it still holds up. But it's been like a year at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of scared, but I think it's still good. So <laughs> We'll see. We'll see Tune how in. this goes then. Yeah. All right. Well, if you are still watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Please hit that like and subscribe and also leave a comment letting us know what you thought of the episode. If you have opinions about this book of your own. Um, If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, thank you so much. Please either hit that follow button and leave a review or just hit that follow button or just leave a review. Do whatever you want to do, but please (laughs) do one of those things that I just mentioned. Um, If you are interested in what we're doing in our spare time in our free time uh you can hit us up on our social media platforms we've got a tiktok an instagram a facebook a pinterest um you can find us on there all at the woody banter book club and then yeah oh and then we also have an etsy store yeah we have an etsy store where we have bookmarks so if you are somebody who is looking for some new bookmarks you can hit up our etsy store to be on there um, all the proceeds go to help pay for the cost of the pod, so if you want to support us, we'd really appreciate it. And that is all. So I guess all that's left to be said is happy reading. Happy reading. <laughs>